What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of In These Current Times. I am a friend of both hosts, Jonathan. And let's jump right in. Uh, it's been a great weekend. I uh, hope you guys had a fantastic weekend as well. I um, hope you guys are in good health. I hope you guys are doing well. And uh, welcome to another episode, as I said. Uh, actually, today's episode is going to cover mo- mo- mostly about trailers and teasers, to be honest. Um, the Video Game Awards was over the weekend, and um, there were so many um, surprises that came out, surprise announcements. Now, to be honest, I'm not going to go through all the games, or even ma- majority of the games, to be honest, because I'm only going to pick the ones that have high interest to me, and I think that the ones are in common discussions amongst people. So this episode is going to be, it's not going to be necessarily focused on the video game um, video game awards next only, but it's going to be heavily um, emphasized on them. But actually, before I start off, I just want to talk about the latest um, casting additions to Christopher Nolan's um, Open um, Openheimer movie, which for those that are not really familiar, so basically Christopher Nolan is now working on Universal, and he's going to be working on, um, he's going to be developing a movie called Openheimer. He's going to follow the life of um, Openheimer, the man that works on the infamous atomic bomb or the, or the manhattan project as it's called robert Oppenheimer was his name and obviously you know it's christopher nolan he has a very impressive and solid track record so everyone's excited for it what even makes it more interesting is the fact that um he is he, the casting actually yo the casting is incredible First of all, we know we had Celia Murphy, who I believe is going to be playing the lead role, um, casting lead, as well as, as well as Robert Downey Jr. and Matt Damon and Emily Blunt. So already it starts to their cast. But just recently, um, we've got had three ad- additions to the movie in the likes of Florence Pugh, who I mean, she's killing right now as Elena. I mean, it was actually a nice surprise to see her in the latest episode of Hawkeye. I mean, if you haven't seen Hawkeye episode four by now, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, that's kind of on you. Because it's been out for you know half a week, for a couple of days now, yeah. So that was really um, fun. Um, she's really doing well. And there, Rami Malek, who I mean, dude, this guy has come really far. He has an Oscar win, an, an Academy Award now, um, for playing um, the Queen frontman. God damn, why am I blanking? Freddie Mercury, yes. And then we have Benny Savdi. Now these are actually like a lot of people I don't recognize. But the work he and his brother have done so far, both in producing and directing, has been phenomenal. They, they worked together on, um, on Good Time. He was also in Good Time alongside with um, Robert Patterson. If you haven't seen Good Time, I would highly recommend that movie, man. It's really good. Damn. Uh, that, that was a surprising movie. Uh, really intense and high octane. Same thing with, um, they also directed Uncut Gems, which I think is Adam Sandler's best performance, greatest performance to date. I, mean, I had anxiety <laughs> watching that movie, but not in the bad way per se. I was just really, really on my toes. But anyway, yeah, so that Oppenheimer casting just getting more powerful. So, Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh, Rami Malek. Damn, that's, that was really, that's, that's a powerful cast. Of course, then again, we have to just realize that just because the movie is loaded with a huge stellar cast doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a great movie. It's kind of unfortunate to hear that Don't Look Up, which, are, which is the movie I was looking forward to enormously, starring um, DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett, um, Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep, you know, the strip, the strip Meister herself, and many more as well. To hear that it has a, it's getting mixed reactions. I mean, it's even directed by Adam McKay. Adam McKay was one of my favorite comedy, comedy, um, comedy, comedy directors. But, you know, 
I mean, trust in the Nolan man because so far it's been delivered. I mean, even Tenet, which is kind of a convoluted mess, is still a pretty entertaining movie. So, looking forward to seeing what he does with it. Now, to the trailer. The first one I want to talk about is one that really, really got me excited because um, it's been developing here for ages, literally ages, probably even dec- over a decade now. But I'm happy to like see it is a trailer to confirm that at least it's on its way and it's more tangible right now. And that is, you know, if I had the uh, orchestral, just imagine an orchestral hum happening here. Oh, yeah, Halo. Anyway, that's a Halo. So yeah, we have an official teaser for Halo. Now, for, I'm gonna say I'm not the biggest Halo video game fan, to be honest. Like, you know, like I said, I grew up most on the PlayStation, so I never got that much opportunities to play Halo. But I often played with a friend of mine that has an Xbox, and I really enjoyed the game. I played Halo Reach, Halo DST. I also played um, Halo 4, uh, Halo 2. I haven't played 5, and, but I've seen it. And, and the thing is, a lot of people know Halo more for the multiplayer. And most of the of the campaign shooter, uh, the action shooting gameplay, but the story is actually really interesting and really good. To be honest, the lore is quite fascinating. And if you watch some of the short films, like there was the one, the animated one that focused on Master Chief's origin. There was the one forward until until dawn. There was also the one that was done for ODST, I believe. So these are fantastic um, shorts says in Halo Universe actually really good and from the tri- first of all this the, the, from the teaser trailer the, uh, the, the I'll say the scale and the scope looks really good uh, the effects the look really 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 clean and neat and solid you know I was getting foundation vibes from it I mean we reach, live in an age now where TV um, TV shows have the budget and the, and the kind of the liberty to do like big high act, big budget stuff on the on the small screen, so I really like that scope. And it seems like you know, like like they're doing the shots. They should really focus on the toll of war on the humans. I think that's the more interesting part of Halo. So you don't. That's how you can differentiate it from the generic, the typical generic sci-fi, you know, space adventure TV series. Really delve, and that's what works works for the Expanse. Which, by the way, I just started season six, and it's really really good, man. The first episode of season six. Just didn't just kept all the momentum from the previous seasons, and my goodness, the visuals are so much more better. Anyway, not to digress too much, but yeah, that was really really fantastic. Um, opening teaser, we, we got to see, of course, the iconic um Master Chief. Um, we see Housley, I think she's being played by Natasha McLeone, which she was in um Californication and also in um Designated Survivor. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see this actually because the story of Halo is actually quite fascinating. A lot of people don't notice this, don't know this, but Halo has been on the back burner for ages. It was initially meant to be directed by Peter Jackson as a full-length movie. Unfortunately, that fell through. And then, um, um, Neil Blomkamp was meant to make his directorial debut, directing Halo. That also didn't work out, but they had already given him, I think, some money to kind of maybe start a project, maybe put in his preliminary phase. That, that's not uncommon, actually. Some, movie, some money is drawn for them to kind of start getting things together, bring the concept to life, maybe getting the location, securing scouts, getting art, talent, art and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, he had $30 million in his hands. And basically, Peter Jackson told him to just do whatever he wants with it, make a movie or, or something. And boom, District 9 was born. So that story actually fascinates me. But anyway, I'm really excited to see that Halo is out here now because um, additionally, it's also going to be on Paramount+. Plus. You know, I mean, Paramount is doing everything, obviously. They have to join to the streaming wars, you know, so they also need original quality content to battle against the likes of Peacock and Apple and Amazon Prime and the rest. I, I remember that initially it was meant to be on Showtime, 
but then he moved to Paramount Plus. Anyway, that's besides the point. I am actually curious to see how this goes. I really hope he delivers. You know, like I said, um, look, video game um, adaptations don't need to rely heavily on source material, personally. The, along as I take the core essential elements of what makes it unique and just stick to that and build around that essential element. I don't give a fuck what they do with Master Chief's origins and what have you. Just making out badass last man um, standing hero that people kind of you know feel and stuff like that anyway that was that was really good teaser though i wouldn't lie moving on um oof. so i'm going to talk about some video game killers as well because you know i know i, I talk more about movies here but i'm also a gamer i don't game as much as i used to of course when i was younger but i still enjoy gaming once in a while i mean yesterday i, go, I was at my friend's place and i got to try out the Guardians of the galaxy video game my goodness that movie is that game is way better than it was marketed i i, I mean it's kind of unfortunate to see that you could tell like they were a bit skeptical in the way they were marketing it because of the kind of stank of avengers the marvel's avengers video game that wasn't a good stank, a good um that was really a good game to be honest very repetitive and trite yeah but damn this game it felt like mass effect you know, having to use peter quill alone didn't really seem like bothersome as much as i thought um you know mixing up your, your skill set with your skill sets of your, of your opponents sorry of your allies like Groot, Gamora, Drax, uh, Rocket, it was just so fun, reminded me so much of bio- using biotics and combining your abilities in Mass Effect, you know, the banter back and forth between the characters was so re- well done, so fun, that was a really good game, so anyway, we got the first, so now, a game that is kind of probably going to herald or has us seems to have the same kind of energy is the Kill the Suicide Squad game, I'm oh, sorry, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League video game by Rocksteady. So we kind of got footage, gameplay footage, some gameplay footage, and yeah, it's kind of like I suspected to a degree. Um, it has this kind of um, Sunset Overdrive feeling mixed with like Infamous. Yeah, and maybe even a, a Ratchet and Clank aesthetic to it, but not in the bad way, obviously. These are all hugely, you know, inspired, but that was really, it looks good. I mean, it's still a bit ridiculous that they have to fight the Justice League. I mean, they're trying to fight the Flash, which to be honest makes no sense. There's this funny part in the in the trailer where the Flash, Deadshot tries to shoot the Flash, and it's like seriously, why don't you just mill me the bullet? That was funny, but um yeah, the gameplay actually looks fun. I'm not gonna lie. Um yeah, it's, it's a bit a bit of cognitive dissonance because I'm when I hear Rocksteady, I'm used to the Arkham series, and I'm used to that kind of um you know grounded and gritty universe, and I get it to this one whimsical, fantastical one. Is you know, I mean, look, as long as the game plays well, man, that's what matters. You know, Guardians Galaxy was a huge surprise for me. I really expected it to be that good. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that was that was really something else or something. Yeah, I really hope, so I'm really hoping to see this game deliver. It looks really fun. Uh, unlike Gotham Knights, which I really don't buy, I don't, I'm not really feeling it, you know. It's very RPG heavy and arcade like, arcade like, and I think it's gonna be a live service game, which is not a good idea. That, that didn't work for Destiny, that did not work for Anthem, that did not work for the Marvels, Avengers, it's not gonna work for this either. Yeah, but this looks fun, and I really hope. Um, then seeing the characters using the ability was really slick too. Um, you have Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, King Shark. King Shark is like the tank. Harley Quinn is like the, I would say, um, she's more like the Vanguard, I think, you know. Of course, Deadshot is a sniper, the long-range um, personnel, the sharpshooter, and the boomerang also seems to be like an infantry character. But it's really cool. Um, I wouldn't lie; I was pleasantly surprised. Then that quick one, we didn't really get any gameplay footage for this because it was just like a snippet, uh, introductory trailer, announcement trailer, more or less. And that was Wonder Woman, <laughs> which really, 
surprised me and it's gonna be and it's being done by monolith the same guy that did shadow of model so that actually gets me curious because i love shadow of model I, I enjoy shadow of war but personally i, I still prefer shadow of model because i don't know the scale was smaller for sure but it, it felt a bit more personal and watching your character um talion grow stronger and stronger as the lens and get more rings and stuff was really fascinating i really i'm curious to see how wonder woman would play as a game it could really work but let's see how that goes anyway moving on on to trailers uh do this on that um yeah so yeah warhammer space marine damn warhammer space marine 2 i didn't expect that so i remember playing the first warhammer space marine on the playstation 3 and that was a really fun game it had this kind of gears of war um vibe to it you know you fight hordes and hordes of orcs and you, you can melee with your chainsaw and then you shoot as well and stuff it was really fun you felt like you truly felt like you're playing as a as a you know em, um embattled and vicious space marine that is, has been fair around, around the galaxy and the this um kind of cinematic trailer for season two, for part two was really good and well done um i love the way it was shot of course you know it's it's not actual gameplay footage, although we, we did get some snippets of the actual gameplay footage kind of Kind of um strewn across the cinematic trailer but it looks really good i love the introduction of it the way these guys are fighting a losing war against these creatures and then the space marines enter and just basically mop the floor with the space uh, with the creatures that was really fun i don't expect it and i'm really looking forward to that to be honest um next we have um something that really surprised me of course it was also this game did not get the gameplay footage either but, but I'll be lying if I, tell, if I, if I didn't tell that the cinematic trailer was amazing. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse looks fantastic. Although I would not be lying when I say I got I got the feelings of Dune when I saw it. Right from the humanoids drumming and humming to the figure, dark figure that rises out of the dark pits, the dark eco pits, with the neutralizer of the Baron when it's recuperating from the gas poisoning. But that was really that was really fun. Um, then I actually like the way it's just cutting across. I think it's taking place during the High Republic, and just cutting across the different um, aspects of, of Star Wars. You know, you see you see a, a Jedi and, and um, you see two um, lightsaber wielders battling. You see the city on that belly. You see bounty hunters. You see a lot of mystical things. So that was really cool. But the thing is. It's being um, probably, um, developed by Quantic Dreams, which is quite really interesting. Um, personally, I want to see more of something like Jedi: The Fallen Republic, or hopefully something like Star Wars: Thirteen Thirteen that was cancelled. Oh, dude, that game looks so good. But anyway, yeah. Um, so if it's like Quantic Dreams, that means it might probably be <clears throat> um, narratively driven <clears throat> um, gameplay, similar to something like. Um, um Fahrenheit or what's the other one? Detroit become human. So, okay, so you, you've probably seen like or something like Heavy Rain. These are all games by Quantic Dreams. Is that if that's that's just by yeah, according to what, what we can see from the trailer. So I'm um, I'm or from the um published the developer rather. But that was a fantastic trailer. I wouldn't like I mean if I'm just gonna be judging this based on the trailer for now, so far because that's the only thing we'll be given. That was a great trailer, of course. You know the game might still tank or a gameplay trailer might look very underwhelming but for now i'm actually curious to see what they do i really like what they did with jedi falling order that was a really good game actually um so i really hope this also improves on that and then um finally before i wrap up i would like to talk on sonic the hedgehog 2 trailer now this was i mean not not unexpected obviously uh but it was nice to finally see a trailer i'm not gonna lie man 
I was not a fan of the first, like I wasn't a fan of the trailer of the first one. I remember being so like dismissive about it because you know, I love things going against it. It was a video game adaptation. Um, it was kind of like an outdated, I won't say outdated source material per se because, well, I mean, the video games have not been doing really well in the few couple of years, past couple of years, and things like that. But my goodness, was I was I was I um so pleasantly surprised? Now it's not a great film by any measure. It was a really damn entertaining film. Jim Carrey as um, Dr. Robotnik, oh my goodness, that was hilarious, man. Like, that was Jim Carrey back in his form with the with the height of physical comedy, just kind of, you know, dominating his, the screen with his humor and just making you crack your ribs. And that was really fun to see. Um, the, Sonic himself was actually a very fun character. He, the um, the voice actor, uh, I think, I'm trying to forget his name right now, was, he was Ralph Marshall in, uh, um, in the movie... Um, in TV series Parks and Rex. Anyway, he was a good one. His, his kind of chemistry with James Marsden's character was also interesting. Hell, look, I, I don't even talk about this, but the character of Dr. Robotnik played like Jim Carrey and then his right hand man called Stone. I found that really funny, to be honest. And then seeing them kind of reunited in the trailer was kind of bittersweet for me. But yeah, that was a really cool trailer. But the highlight for the trailer for me has to be Knuckles, man. Dude, um, him stopping Sonic in, in his kind of um, turbo ball form. And they're telling, they're hearing the Giselle Bar's deep baritone voice that was just perfect for the character. That was really good and really well done. I'm actually looking forward to this. I'm going to, I'm not super over the moon about it, obviously, but definitely excited to see this movie. Anyway, let me know what you guys think. Which of these trailers, there are a lot of other trailers that came out actually that I'm not, you know, I'm not going to cover per se, but which was, which one's your favorite? Which one are you looking forward to the most? Let me know what you guys think. Um, Please, as always, remember, you know, take care of yourself. Make sure you do, right? Look out after your loved ones, you know, watch your health, uh, watch your mental health and physical health as well. And just take care of yourself, guys. As always, guys, thank you for staying tuned. Stay tuned and, uh, and stay safe.